You are listening to the MX Vice post-race podcast presented by Fly Racing. Have you checked out their Formula Helmet yet? Well, you should because Fly Racing has redefined expectations in both safety and performance with the Formula Helmet. Tested on the most advanced equipment in the world, the Formula Helmet's overall performance is best in class in both high-velocity crashes as well as rotational and low-speed impacts. Featuring the Rion technology, Conehead EPS and a 12k carbon shell, the Formula's advanced impact system introduced a new approach to both protection and weight reduction. Weighing only 1290 grams, we believe the Formula helmet to be the perfect combination of industry-leading innovation and ultra-lightweight design. Simply put, the Fly Racing Formula helmet changed the game. Yeah, Jeffrey Hurlings, MXGP of Sardinia. Uh, 1-1 on the day, pole position, red plate, uh, yeah perfect i mean perfect doesn't even cover it really could it be any better for the for today <laughs> yeah we could have had a better start second motor we were second we would have been first and it would lead the world motor that would have been uh, more easy going but uh, i had to work for the second one even though you know practice was good um time practice was it was good as well it was first so i managed to get a good gate pick first motor pulled the holly uh, i was pretty surprised with that one and then i just covered the world moto and uh, i was just leading and pulling away every every single lap almost so uh was super good and um, so managed to win the first moto second moto had a good uh, good start as well second so actually the stars are really on point today um, but yeah you know Jorge when he's leading <laughs> he's not the easiest one to pass I mean uh, he's not doing anything dirty or whatsoever he just writes uh, very defensive like he has the, the right lines he protects the inside so he's doing really good with that and um, at one point I seen the clock ticking down I was like okay now it's hammer time now we gotta <laughs> we gotta go so uh, so I passed him at about five, five laps ago or something, I think, five, six, and uh, managed to put a little gap and win the moto. So 1-1, uh, one, one, went from minus 34 to, I don't know, same points or plus one or plus two, I don't even know. So it was a good uh, good day. Uh, second moto, I think like, the story was quite clear. You were much, much, much faster than Prado in the second half of the track, but the first sector, he just managed to eke out a little gap that stopped you from making a pass uh, sooner. Yeah, because actually, because <laughs> in that part, there was a lot of 180 turns. And he kept roosting me. So at one point I was starting to run out of tariffs, you know, like because I got roosted every single, I mean, that 450, that blessed some sense. So at one point I was, you know, running out of tariffs. So uh, at some point I had to give him a little gap. Um, but uh, yeah, I tried to fight as hard as I could and we managed to we managed to pass him. And yeah, that's what we did. Uh, look, this has been a hot day, heavy track. You had to work quite hard in our second moto. Um, have you, do you feel it a little bit now? Like has today taken its toll on you? No, not at all, because second moto, I, I couldn't ride my full potential. Like, I couldn't really uh, ride the speed I wanted to, so I really had to back down. And actually, uh, definitely I lost some 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 uh, um, some some power with, with, you know, trying to overtake him constantly. But at the same time, you know, I could go definitely two, three seconds a lap faster. Um, so, yeah, I, I could, like, after the moto, I wasn't tired at all. So, uh, that was good. Uh, two more quick things. What did you think of this track as a GP? I would have liked to see them water it a lot more last night. Yeah. Uh, maybe not even flatten it, but I guess 65s and 85s weren't going to do anything anyway. Uh, what did you think? Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, 65, 85s were only uh, yesterday, so for today. You know, it was so dry and there's a lot of wind. So with dry, uh, 30 degrees or whatever it was, and then the wind, it just dries out so quick. They, so they should have watered more. But the rest of the track was really nice. But it, that's why I developed just one line. If you go inside, 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 everywhere, you kind of just defend. I think when it's more water, the track will get more rough and you get more options. So that's the only thing I would advise for the future to water the shit out of the track. And, uh, last thing, got the red plate now, one yeah. point up. 
Uh, a lot of guys are going into a weekend off, you're hammering down at the Nations. Yeah. No regrets about that? Happy to go into Mantever and give it your all? Yeah, I mean, some of them are not there for the risk, but it can happen anytime. I mean, like, it happened in Austria with me, and many times on practice I had a crash, now with Tim also it happened on practice, so if it needs to happen, it might happen. So, you know, if you think about that, you shouldn't even go to the toilet at the night because you can also crash. So, um, yeah, it's a shame a lot of guys are not there. I hope Tony will be there because um, he's from the top five in MXGP, let's say. He's the only one normally supposed to be there, but I don't know if he will be fit enough to, to raise her. Um, yeah, for the rest, that's Glenn. Um, but yeah, even now we divided in two different classes, so... Um, the open class, you may just dominate like completely i don't know um yeah it's actually you know glenn requested me a month ago or a few weeks ago like if i wanted to swap, swap. Oh, oh that came from him yeah did he want the number one plate or um no he, he asked me if if he could have a longer break and i was okay. like you know i'm a team player in this one for me i didn't matter if i had to race mxgp or or open class because i run the same i race the same guys every single weekend so to race them one more time <laughs> and it's only half of them so uh for me, it wouldn't matter, you know, so I did it for the team uh, to make Glenn feel better and uh, he, he requested, so I'm happy to do it for him. And for me, yeah, I just have a shorter break, so, uh, but I can sleep longer on a Saturday morning, so that's good. Okay, uh, Calvin Blander in, uh, MXGP of Sardinia. Um, I'm kind of lost for words a little bit, to be honest, because like, obviously, we've had positive interviews in the past, because like, you've ridden well, you've done good things, you've come from the back, you've started well and done well, like, you've done it all today though like i don't know what got into you but this was another level like you were one of the guys in the top like in the championship picture you were that level um did, like i don't know did you know this was coming did you know to, like what where where does this come from um it's been coming for a while to be honest i think uh even in turkey i felt good and i mean you just couldn't put it together and that's why i was so bummed i mean i just it didn't work out on the day and the results and i, I was saying to the team and to everyone around me i feel really good like the results on paper don't show it you know what I mean and and finally today the results on paper look good and I'm just so happy like all the hours I put into the sport it's just all worth it like going over that finish line jump you just think about all the bad days all the injuries it's all all worth it to be honest and it's such a such a nice feeling just to have a good day no stupid things you know 4-4 on the day it's just my best result in, in the in the class and nothing nothing special really I just I felt good on the track already this morning in warm up and and uh, a good time practice and two two good races. I can't uh, can't say much more to be honest. I um I actually tweeted it today. Like I feel like today you you arrived kind of thing. Like I feel like now there's no questions that anyone in the paddock can have. Like oh can Calvin do this? How good is Calvin? Like I feel like this is your kind of I've made it. Sounds a bit strong, but like in, like in a way you've made it in this class now. As in you've got something to show people in a sense of like this is how good I am. Yeah, hundred percent. And I, I truly believe that I still have a lot more in me to show. And I mean, even first motor, like passing Fever, passing Seaver, all these guys, it's such a nice feeling because I feel like I belong there now, you know, and battling, battling with these guys, it's such a, such a cool feeling. And uh, it's, it's, like I said, be coming for a while, but it's really nice just to do it and, and get it done and, and get two solid results on the board. And uh, yeah, what, what more can I say? It was a good day. Was it hard to um, like stop your head running away in those motos? Because you might, like you say, you must have been passing Sewer, passing Fever, and going like, oh, this is good, this is good. Like, was it quite hard to keep yourself calm and like relaxed? Not really. I, the first race, I, I had a really good flow the first like 20, 25 minutes. And I've been working on that in the break this last uh, last week, just to, the first the first 10 minutes is very important, just to 
just to get away from the the craziness around 10th position you know and that's always where i'm where i'm where i am just outside that and it's just chaos back there and uh today i did that first 10 20 minutes i was i was had a good speed good flow and then yeah i started to think a little bit in the middle of the race like p3 this is crazy and then uh, i got tight and i started sitting down and getting tired and then yeah, the last three laps i was just completely finished that first moto and then second moto um I actually had a really good start but I like off the gate was really good but when you get on the soft stuff like you see the factory bikes yeah. just start to pull and then I kind of locked elbows with Jeffrey which threw me off a little bit but I was still managed to get out okay come through the come to the corner okay and then um, I didn't push too hard at the beginning because I was quite finished after the first race and I didn't have that much energy left and I just settled into a good flow and and uh, I wouldn't say I was lucky, but I mean, the other guys, other guys made some mistakes, and then uh, I got through. So, yeah, it was it was a good day. You mentioned factory bikes. Um, obviously, next year is a whole different discussion. But even this year, like as you've gotten better results and as you've started to prove yourself, have Yamaha kind of chipped in at all with like, oh, here's this, here's this part. I'll try this. Like, has that have your results brought on a bit more advice, help, or attention from like the big wigs at Yamaha? Mm, not really. I mean, I was kind of pissed off. Uh, in Turkey, like on social media, I don't know who, yeah, okay, but I know who does it, but they said like, oh, the fastest Yamaha rider was Glenn Koldenhoff in P10. And like, act like you don't exist. And act like I didn't exist, and I was P7. I mean, I'm the, I was the best Yamaha rider today. I hope I get a mention or something, you know? Otherwise, I'll be pissed off. Um, but nothing uh, bike-wise, I'm pretty much riding the same. They haven't come to me with with any, uh, any parts or anything. Like that. I think it's because um, Rinaldi still has quite a, hold on on the factory there and uh, he's quite quite secretive with that with uh, with what he shares and what information he gives out so um yeah we haven't changed the bike since the beginning of the year so i only uh, i only ask because like in america i feel like riders in your positions on teams like yours that is what happens isn't it like the factory kind of starts chipping in a little more giving more attention and i guess it just doesn't really happen here for reasons like you say like it's just a bit more closed off this pattern um i think so yes and i don't think I mean, they're also scared that a privateer team is beating the factory team, you know? That they yeah, like, it's cool you're doing it once, but if you do it five weeks in a row, then that's kind of a problem. Yeah, I don't think they want the privateer team to be, the privateer rider to be beating the, the factory bikes, uh, to be honest. And I think that's also why why they are secretive. And I understand that, but it also gives me motivation to, to beat them. I mean, um, seeing seeing the factory guys in front of me just gives me motivation to, to beat them. Um, and last thing, next year, obviously it's only been 10 days since Turkey, but... I'm guessing you're looking forward to waking up time morning, opening up your emails and getting to work. I, I imagine that things are moving quite nicely now. I don't know. Like, it's just so nice to get a good result on the board and that helps. It definitely helps a lot. Um, yeah, the results do the talking, I think. And, and I'm looking forward to the next week or week and a half before Montova just to um, yeah, get this all kind of sorted and, and try and move a little bit forward with the direction that I'll be going. Um, yeah, we'll see. It's just it's a good time to, to get a good result, and let's see what happens in the next coming coming two weeks. Hey, uh, Jeremy Sewer, MXGP of Sardinia. Um, much better than Turkey. You were in the top ten this time, and you were battling with people who you know, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Lorenzo. <laughs> and uh, back in the top five, which is like a nice place for you to be. Obviously, you want to be on a podium, you want to be winning races, but considering your fucked upness, so top five is a nice place to be. Yeah, it is. I mean, for some kind of reasons, uh, 
since Turkey it only went up and I did feel better I started to be my old self more and more get my energy back I only had two days on the bike but those two days were good I could fully go for it and didn't uh, had any kind of big issues okay I'm not I'm not uh, there there because it's not gonna go away in three days but today I made it happen on actually to be honest the toughest track of the yeah. year the toughest GP of the year also I mean it was really hot uh, track was brutal it was all about being fit and somehow my fitness is still really good um, comparing others even though I'm not where I want to be but yeah I was fighting battling with people I did know okay maybe I would love to be a bit closer to the podium but honestly especially that second moto coming from 11th or 12th or something to P5 felt good you know so this is uh, I, I was my normal self for a few laps the days like today like confuse you like are you like did you come off a track and be like oh that was a good result like that was a good ride and you're like but like I don't understand why I feel good now like does it confuse you why some days are so bad and some days are so good or like you say do you understand what's going on a little bit more now I think by now I really understand what's going on. Like in some weeks ago, it would confuse me and I would be like, yeah, come on, why? I mean, I don't understand. That's not how I work. But I start to understand because we really know, you know, the problem and, and my weakness. Now it's quite, um, let's say, complicated. It's not just like something simple, but uh, we know it now. We work on it. We, everybody knows it will take time. There is no quick solution. But we are, I feel like, getting closer to the finish straight on that whole problem and getting it better. And, and we are not, uh, I think we, we are not on the downhill anymore. And this is what showed us what, what was happening today, also with the wrestles, with my riding, and I, I, I improved. I guess, like, being honest, it's probably not going to get better before the end of the season. Like, we're only a month away from the last round now, close enough. Like, chances are this is probably going to be a... 2021 the whole thing yes and no I still believe I can be back uh, good in about maybe three weeks four weeks because I'm I mean well you're taking a weekend off compared to everyone else uh, just not everyone else I mean I think many don't race next week from no, like I'm gonna I, I'm gonna be the only person there it seems yeah, like you <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah, the season is going to be done quick now. But as I said, I mean, Turkey's only been two, no, less than two yeah. weeks ago. We raced there Wednesday. I forgot already. I mean, wow. Well, I think you just wanted to forget that day yeah, all in all. Yeah, because, <laughs> wow, let's not talk about it. So it's less than two weeks. And I, I mean, the step I made, I mean, I was fighting for P14 there and I was dead. And today we had the toughest track and I was there. And I was, I mean, I was tired also, but I, I was there because... Yeah. You know, you could see others being more tired, obviously. So, I think I will, you know, if it's really, I mean, there will be a little setback again. I have to be prepared for that. I have to, you know, be patient and stuff. But I think, or I hope, I can be back normal maybe for the last three, four races just to to end it off in a good, with a good wipe. Um, obviously, this track is new to GPs. You've obviously been here before, I guess. Yes, yes, you have been here before. Um, what did you think of it as like an MXGP track? Because like, this is my first time here and I wasn't as impressed as I thought I was going to be kind of thing. Um, I've done plenty of laps here. The first time I came here was in 2012, I think in the winter. 
since then I think I've been here for six winters minimum maybe seven I don't know and I didn't count but like I said I've done many laps and it's uh, one of the most brutal sand track for some reason it's just different than Lommel or, or anything else just the way the bumps get shaped it's just so so physical you need to work a lot like to go fast you need to work hard it's not like you cannot really just cruise around you have to work but I think to do a GP here for me is uh, I mean is uh, it's not a, a wow track like you know you say fuck it's amazing yeah. but I think it's a good it's a good GP track and I think it would deserve to play it also best motocross track of the world you know <laughs> No, like honestly, I think it's a it's a good MXGP track. Yeah. Like it's physically demanding. You need to be good. You need to do that. Blah blah. Like it's it's really. I think it it has the level for an MXGP. I mean, okay, you came here the first time. You say you were not impressed, but it's just that island Sardinia is different. You need to get used to. It. The first time I came here, I was also like, where did I end up? Fuck, I'm lost. Like where is like it's dead here. But actually. I, since we stay here a lot during winter it's actually almost like my second home and and if you if you if you know things and know people it's it's quite cool here like it's very relaxed and and calm and and good food and nice nice weather good tracks you know wow what a nice review it's like i'm on TripAdvisor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <Good girls. laughs> thank you that's good to know <laughs> um the start though like the f- turn one two three like getting through there without crashing was like a bit of an achievement. Like that, I feel like they need to change that. Like even like going like sat on the gate where you're like, okay, I just need to somehow figure out a way to get to turn four without getting wiped out because you were basically putting 40, 30, 30 riders into like a space wide enough for two bikes. Exactly. I mean, I have to say they improved big time to the usual layout because the start used to be really dangerous. Yeah, yeah. A fast right-hander into a wall, basically. Yeah. We had crashes there every year in the, in the in the national race. But now, this was a lot better. The start was perfect, but I agree. Second, third corner was tight. But don't know why, for me, I, I didn't get on any trouble, even though I started bad in the second moto. Actually, another fun story. I mean, I first moto, I just smoked my clutch. I need, I just... Oh, I forgot about this. I, yeah, I just made it up the finish line jump. And Ben Watson, he was too nice of a guy. I think so he could pass me, but he just stayed behind me. He was like, yeah, you go, Jeremy. I, I'm behind <laughs> you. But I just fucking, I nearly had to push my bike up the last hill. Because I watched you cross the finish. And then, like, I looked over and you were pushing your bike down the finish. And I was like... How, I was like, I know he finished fifth. I saw him finish or sixth or whatever. I was like, yeah. I saw him finish. So how the hell? So you smoked your clutch? I just smoked my clutch. But I mean, it's... Like an amateur. Like an, <laughs> But it's the first time in my life uh, this happened to me. And I think so. That's why I rode so good in a second moto. I was just so pumped about I managed to smoke a clutch. I mean, this well, is... better team one. Like, this is an achievement. I mean, I am never on the clutch and I smoked the clutch today. Can you imagine? Well, speaking of Ben... Obviously, you and Ben are in a tight battle for most interviews of the year. Um, I interviewed Ben just now, and your mechanic sprayed his air gun the whole way through the interview and basically ruined it completely. So, so good to see that you've got your team playing t- tactics and defense around the paddock now. Yeah, I mean, I tried to, you know, kidnap Ben, but this didn't work out. So now I pay my mechanic. <laughs> So it man- he managed. I hope you can't post it. I hope the interview... Uh, well, anyway, it's Ben. I'll, post- uh, I'll find a way. Um, also, more news. I'm not going to be on your butt patch anytime soon. Uh, what was it? You said 50... No, 
I said 54 interviews. You said 51. It was 46. This is our 47th, so um, no butt patch for me, which is a shame because that would have like been a highlight of my life. Yeah, we will. I don't know. I feel bad for you. You lost that bet. Like, I think we need to make it happen, anyways, in a different way. We will. Can we you will imagine? Honestly, I was. So many people. It would piss so many people off. <laughs> I think so. Ah, this would be funny. We, we Everyone would just it. be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to do it. No, but back to the one thing I have to say. Still back to the clutch story. I mean, I smoked the clutch, yeah, but it's also the way I wrote. I can you believe it? I wrote only third and fourth gear. I didn't even use second. What? Not even think. Yeah, not even. No, what? So in that t- in the tight little second turn, third gear, third gear just like clutch, yeah, clutch, clutch, clutch. <laughs> no, just helping it a bit. But the thing is, my mechanic he plays with. Uh, with the clutch quite big time yeah. to be there at the start my clutch is made for the start but I think we we are at the limit for 30 minutes with that being and then being here in Riola tough sand track hot weather engine is getting hot yeah. oil is hot clutch blah 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 me using only third gear not shifting second this is what happened and then in the second motor we had to do some changes for the clutch yeah. which made it lo- lo- like last longer for the motor but I just like fucked up my start because of that because the bike was not the same out of the gate yeah. that's why I came from the back just a little uh, in so your clutch is made for the start yeah. what does, does that mean it's really aggressive and bitey or like what does that mean this is a secret because otherwise they will all do it you know well you did have a good start in the first uh, one I, Ben obviously yes. just got there just uh, before you but you you were okay <laughs> Yeah, if Ben wouldn't have started fucking that well right next to me on the inside, I think I could battle for the whole shot. Yeah. But, but I, it's Ben, so what are you going to do? Yeah, you don't have a, yeah, you don't have a hope. Yeah, but he nearly killed himself after the first turn because Jeffrey came from the inside. He pushed him a bit wide and he nearly went off the track to the yeah, left. He rode the bank like yeah. into the whole shot pole yeah, almost. He, like, I was behind him like, Ben, no. <laughs> don't go there please don't go there it's not a good way to go well that's what we over at the Ben Watson camp that's a commitment that we have you should learn something yeah okay good I will think about it okay um so you can't tell us anything about the clutch I'm interested now anything more like I'm anything just no it's just some special little tweaks from my mechanics I don't even know myself I and I think not even probably not even Yamaha Japan knows because you know he's like uh, They'll probably like, be quite angry if they find out that you're making it so that you're probably going to burn your clutch out sometimes. Probably, but nobody knows. Only well, now. <laughs> no, but it's just, you know, MXGP, everybody knows you got to be there at the yeah. start and you build the clutch for the start. Obviously, you can do lo- tons of things, but yeah, you need to ride 30 minutes also. And today, we were lucky, touch wood, we made it. I mean, one corner more, yeah. I would have not finished the race. It was really limit, 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 but... Like I said, somehow I was pumped to be able to smoke a clutch. I mean, this is you need to achieve this first. I mean, know? some people are focused on championship points, but you, <laughs> you do you. Like, whatever makes you happy. No, but in the past, <laughs> I would see somebody finish the race smoking his clutch, and I was like, how the fuck is it possible to be that much on the clutch to not finish the race? And my mechanic would open the clutch, and it would would be brand new he would be I like that's a good thing that means you like are riding the bike properly yeah exactly I mean I'm really not on the clutch usually and today I just smoked the clutch so I was like amateur yeah amateur (laughs) yeah I'm a fucking goon but somehow I was like fuck yeah I managed to smoke a clutch I mean if I retire one day I'm gonna put a hook behind I smoked the clutch I mean that's fucking awesome well whatever makes you happy (laughs) um 
You got anything else for us? Anything else happening in your life? Weekend off now? Anything else before I stop recording? Um, not really. I mean, I'm going to stay one or two days longer here just to rest, enjoy some last good days in sunny weather because back north, Belgium, Holland, wherever, yeah. it will start to get chilly. Yeah. Like autumn is coming and not my favorite time of the year, but I mean, it's for everybody the same. But I will stay a bit here, then, yeah, obviously go back, skip the nations. Try to get some good training in on the hard pack to be, you know, make another step. Hopefully, I, I need to see, listen to my body. But I feel good and I think we can make it happen. And then we go to Germany. It's not a home GP, but I love that place. And uh, I always always did good there. And let's hope for the best over there. That's it. I just thought of one question that's interesting. Um, so you're not going to be of the nations. Screw Switzerland. Um <laughs> Are you, what is going to be your level of like, are you going to watch it? Are you going to look at the results? Are you like, on Sunday, are you going to be sat wherever you are? Like, oh, I wonder what's going on. Like, are you going to care or are you just going to not even think about it? Like, will you be checking the results, seeing who qualified first, who, who was fast in practice? Like, will you be that into it? Will you be listening to these interviews, which you won't be a part of? Ben will be. <laughs> will you uh, listen to these? <laughs> I will come to the Nations on Sunday night only for... <laughs> 15 minutes to make the interview. Okay, that's fair. I will book a flight, whatever I, whatever I have to do, take a test, COVID test, just to because Ben is going to do an interview yeah. and I don't. No. Or I send you a voice memo. You can. No, that's not good enough. No. No. <laughs> no. Anyways, I think so. I mean, having weekends off, I always check Formula One, MotoGP. Yeah. Obviously, as a racer, you check these kind of things, and I'm also quite interested in like technical things and yeah, motorsport in general, obviously, but. I don't know if I'm going to check the nation. Surely I will check the results on Saturday. I want to know how yeah. Switzerland does. I want to see do they qualify. I mean, I wish... They're going to do. qualify. I hope so. I hope so. I mean... I mean you're full if they don't. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to fucking... I'm going to dig a hole if they don't because, yeah, they're going to blame me maybe. No. And then Sunday, I don't know yet. I mean... I will tell you after next Sunday okay. if I watch the race okay. or not. I, I'll text I, you any gossip or any anything anything interesting. I'll text you. Good, cool. We, yeah, yeah, good. I will see what mood I'm in. But I think, luckily, I have an MXGP account, you know, yeah. so I can... I can Did you pay for it? No. no, no, no I mean, Riders get it for free? Yeah, yeah. If you are a rider, you get one account to... Because obviously between motos not in Sardinia because here the phones yeah, don't yeah. work it's actually a Sardinia is a good place to stay if you want to disconnect guys because yeah, no one wants to do that this isn't 1950 <laughs> <laughs> yeah just so maybe uh, because here you have no signal fuck since Friday I couldn't even call anybody my phone was basically on airplane mode because yeah that's it end of the story anyways uh, yeah that's the end we, we talked enough Come, okay. they are annoyed by us already hey, uh, Ben Watson uh, MXGP of Sardinia Really good day, kind of put Latvia, Turkey, all of those rough times behind you. I feel like you're back to like OS level now, like uh, sixth overall. Like sixth overall in this class as a rookie is nothing to be like overlooked or yeah. shunned or ignored. Like I feel like this is a nice springboard back to your very best. Yeah, definitely. Overall, it's been a positive day and uh, I can't come and expect too much, especially after the last few weeks, because honestly, I've had a bit of a rough run at the moment and especially Turkey was uh, a disaster and to come here now and finish sixth overall consistent to seventh place uh, two really good starts and just still missing something in my riding like I wasn't feeling you know 100% myself honestly I had a good few laps in the beginning and then I felt I was struggling 
and then towards the end I had some good laps again so I mean <clears throat> overall like I can't complain but I still have some some things inside me which is like ah, a little bit frustrating because I I know what I can do and I know when I go training and I feel good on the bike I know how I, I take the bumps and the, the corners and stuff so when I feel like I do on the race but I'm still riding around in seventh it's like it's a positive obviously but it's frustrating at the same time because I know I can be much better so um, no overall like uh, from the last few weeks I'm I'm really happy to, to come away here with sick I um I thought like the first moto obviously started second but I thought staying there for a good couple of laps was like proof that you didn't just get a good start and then just get shuffled back immediately um, but then I thought maybe just like obviously your first start that good well Lockett was good but like you kind of ran the pace a bit more here and were in amongst it a bit more I feel like that maybe caught up to you a little bit and maybe you started thinking too much was that the case yeah exactly um, the first laps for me obviously I was second behind Jeffrey and and he was going hard I mean it just looked like a qualifying like the way I was riding in front of me and same for me I was pushing to my maximum like I was just sending it honestly it was like qualifying laps and after three four laps I was still in third Prado had got me after a couple of laps and then I just thought to myself whoa okay just take a chill pill here because I mean this is going to be a savage race as it is and to be going around in the beginning doing sprint laps behind hurlings just trying to stay on his wheel it's probably not the smartest of things and I mean I have nothing to lose obviously it's my first year MHGP and it's cool to do that when I can I'm going to take that opportunity and try and stick behind those guys for as long as I can because that is one thing I'm not used to that pace and being in that situation so I did it and yeah after a few guys got past me I, that was when I dropped off a little bit and wasn't feeling too great because I went from you know really flowing through all, over all the bombs following up all the time and and then when I dropped down to kind of take easy a little bit I was just going into all the bumps and that transition was too big it was like three four seconds just in a couple of laps you know so that's just one of the things like I need to to learn to be at that pace and just be more comfortable there you know not not like a qualifying laps because <laughs> it's impossible to do a, a moto at that level uh, two sevenths obviously the first moto was like the spectacular seventh but what one did you actually think was better because like the second moto was a quieter seventh but I felt like there was still maybe even more positives to take on that one yeah the, the first race at the beginning was really good I had a good few laps and then in the middle of the race I felt the worst I did all day and then towards the end of that one I got a little bit better again but then the second one was nothing special but I was just a lot more consistent I just kind of did my riding just plugged away and, and came away with seventh so depends how you want to take it I mean if I want to learn and, and show myself that a little bit more probably the first motor is better but honestly the feeling in the mid race yeah makes me think even the second one was smarter and uh, you know for what I need now after the last few weeks maybe it's better to be you know how I was in the second one but everyone will have their opinion I mean two sevenths I, I got I was seventh in both races so on the end it's the same do you feel like obviously you are a rookie I feel like people forget that and you have had some like really good flashes through the first half of the season do you feel like maybe 
expectations are kind of like sometimes get carried away a little bit like not from your side just from other people around the paddock or whatever like because you are still a rookie and if you compare you i'm actually going to do this this week but if you compare you to other rookies from every other year bar like people like prado who are just ridiculous yeah. like you're actually having a really good season but i feel like i don't know i feel like sometimes people's expectations or sometimes people are just too hard on you yeah and i think what makes it even more difficult is glenn and jeremy are you know having a rough time and those were the two guys who were signed and that was going to be the team um until you know my results in Lommel and stuff and when Yamaha stuck me in here this team was going to be just those two riders so you know the pressure is fully on them and as you see today I mean Jeremy was was uh, one position ahead of me and and Glenn unfortunately had his crash and yeah was behind me so when you mix it in there a few times and you <coughs> for example light check when you run up the front a little bit and then here when you run up the front in the beginning of course they know you can do it so the expectation is there it's like yeah go do it every race but it's not like that and especially when it comes to tracks like turkey when the level is really high and you need to take risk on the 450 i'm just not used to that not even intensity but that level of risk that needs to be taken to be at their pace because honestly the front guys are yeah riding incredibly fast um you're bored of this question and i should stop asking it but next year like obviously nothing's signed nothing's decided but do you know do you have a feeling about the direction it's heading do you like next year (laughs) no honestly not i mean it's getting a little bit frustrating for me because when i when i signed here obviously i was just just do your first year you know get some consistent results i mean i've had some some bad races but overall i feel like i'm doing a pretty good job and to put myself in the situation i mean i was my goal was to just try and get in that top 10 as much as possible and yeah I feel just like today you know 7-7-6 overall I mean I can't expect more from myself at this moment so um, it is a little bit frustrating to still have no you know path on my future yet but that's motocross and uh, yeah if I start going into detail it's it gets frustrating so I just stop worrying about it I mean yeah, the same happened last year your results do the talking I was I was in the same situation in October last season and yeah something will come about I mean <laughs> I'm definitely going to have a seat somewhere but honestly at the moment I uh, I don't know my future hey, uh, Kevin Strybos MXGP of uh, Sardinia kind of a rough day but from the start really like I never really felt like you were up there enough to really do what you can do kind of thing so like just rough all round I guess yeah it's true um first motor got again a bad start and worked my way up to 15 uh so which was not great but i was like yeah you know i did what i could and the second model again you know i was again really tired after a few laps and same same yeah same thing happened last few weeks you know also in turkey I had the same problem i was so tired and so i don't know what's wrong i uh, old age yeah maybe yeah <laughs> i was thinking same thing but uh that's strange, you know. I mean, it started, uh, yeah, it started like in already in Oz, you know, in Oz. When I look back now, in Oz, I was so tired of the second moto. I, that's why I crashed also. And so last few weeks, it's not, yeah, it's not been good. And then also riding during the week, you know, I feel like I'm really struggling also with breathing. And checked my blood last week. Everything was fine. So it has to be something else. And then, I mean, I'm not, I'm not 
the guy who wants to search for excuses or something. You know, I just I just tell what I feel, and then the only thing what I feel at the moment is maybe it's a vaccine. You know, what I get, and then I hear like I speak a few weeks to many people, and then they say, yeah, some people have exactly the same problem and that they are lazy and then they didn't want to do anything and difficult to breathe and I have the same so I don't know if it's that you know so but it's a shame because in the beginning of the year I felt like yeah. I could put two good motors in you know I mean I could charge you know the whole model and second motor and now I charge like here like again you know the first motor after 15-20 minutes I was like wow you know like yeah my breath was so difficult and then yeah it's, uh, second motor was even worse you know because I just rode around and I had no energy and then yeah I didn't want to stop but so I, I I don't know which place I finished 22nd or 23rd I don't know you know so I just yeah I just rode but yeah if this is if this is the way where it wants to go you know then maybe I have to think about yeah you know just quitting and, and stop you know I mean, you do this in every interview and you just break no, my heart every time just no, you can hear it on the microphone yeah. <laughs> no it's not I mean it's not like because I have a bad race now that I think like that you know it's just maybe yeah it's maybe the, the yeah. I know, you know, it's just it is what it is, and it's not easy. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's not fun for. I mean, it's not fun for myself. It's not not. It's not fun for the team. It's not fun for my girlfriend or my son or you know Jaden and everybody involved. You know, I mean, I do all the practices, all the training during the week. I go away quite a lot from home, and then yeah, if I get that, then then. Yeah, I mean, if I ride like this, yeah, why, why should I keep on going then, you know? So. Um, I was going to save this question for the end, but I'm going to guess for now I know the answer. Um, Van Horbeek's out of the Nations, and I was very confused why you didn't get picked, but I'm going to guess now they asked you and you said no. Yeah, I said no, <laughs> no, but I said not because of this problem. I said no because um, I'm going to tell you the story quick. Uh, um, Lommel GP in the morning, Johan Bonner asked me if I wanted to do the nation. So I said to him, I said, yeah, for sure I won, but yeah. I didn't ride good, you know. I mean, I've lost few weeks, was not great, and then and didn't tell you, yeah, but you know, it's good. So I said to him, I said, yeah, but if you choose Brent, I really, uh, I, I understand, you know, because he was riding better and all that. So, no, no, you know, it's okay, and we're just going to go there, have fun, and you helped us a lot and in, in, in the past, and it's fun, and it's maybe your last time, and, you know, just going to enjoy. I say, yeah, okay, fine, you know, and then it's good. Yeah, yeah, uh, Monday we will uh, announce it normally. So Monday, yeah, nothing happened. Then Saturday before the Belgium race, he called me, yeah, I'm sorry, but I'm going to pick Brent. I said, what the fuck, you know, I mean... Why? Suddenly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it didn't give me any reason. So I said, first, you said in Lommel, you don't care about the results, you know, because I was always good and blah, blah, blah. And now you go for Brent. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, I, I will see you Sunday. He was there. He didn't come speak to me. After during the practices, I saw him. He didn't come speak to me. So now I knew in Turkey that Jerry said, like, yeah, maybe I will not ride, you know. And so I decided already after the phone call, before the Belgium race, I decided for myself already. Like, if they, if somebody uh, quit, you know, yeah. in the team, I'm not going to stand in because. Uh, so he called me last week, Monday, and yeah, do you still want to ride? I said, what? Yeah, nations. I said, yeah, you want? I mean, first you tell me I'm in, yeah. like, like everything is fine, you know, and just enjoy and blah blah blah. And then two weeks later, you call me, yeah, oh, no, you're out, and now I'm in, in again. I mean. 
of course I want to ride, you know, because I really want to ride for nations and for Belgium because I, I think it's always great to ride, you know, and then it's maybe my last time, but I just, yeah, I mean, I just choose for myself not not to do that because of the story, yeah. you know. And I said to him, I said, if you choose the normal brand and this happened, for sure, because yeah. then I was not, not in from the beginning. Yeah. And now he said, yeah, um, I was in from the beginning. And now he said, like, yeah, but maybe you didn't understand well. And Oh, he actually put it back on you and said, maybe you misunderstood. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I, uh, at least own it. <laughs> yeah, like I hear many people, you know, I hear many people tell me like, yeah, uh, you uh, you prob probably misunderstood. I said, no, no, I will tell you the story, yeah. how it went. So, so same thing I told you. <laughs> so I'm like, I mean, even that, you know, I mean, he... He called me on Saturday. He didn't search for me on Sunday during the Belgium race. I'm like, why not? You know, yeah. why you don't come speak to me? You know, just like no, I, I, I mean, I'm not mad at him. He can just tell me the reason why he ch he choose this or that. If it's a sponsor or whatever, it's yeah. possible. You know, I don't care. But just tell tell the truth. And so I now, yeah. So I was quite done with that. So that's why I I said no. I don't want to do. Belgium never normally has politics, do they? With an like France, yeah. <laughs> France is just a shit show. But Belgium's normally yeah. quite like fair and straightforward. Yeah, normally yes. And then I mean, of course, if I, I mean, uh, if I rode like this, yeah. I would tell by myself, yeah, you yeah. know, like, listen, better take Brent. But now because they don't have anybody, they call me again. I said no, thanks. Just choose somebody else. Well, and I mean, in the end, it's it's also a shame, you know, yeah. because I really want to do, it. and yeah. probably it's my last year. But yeah, it's just a bit of the respect what you uh, yeah, what you want to get. Well, this makes me sad, but I guess I'll, I'll try and finish the interview and hold my feelings back. Um, <laughs> uh, new soundtrack to MXGP. Uh, a lot of guys expected it to be heavier and tougher than normal. Uh, what did you think of it first as a venue for MXGP and also on like the scale of gnarly sand races? How did it fit in? Well, I think, yeah, if I speak for myself, of course, it was heavy. Um, but it was, I mean, there was, like, the bumps, you know, it was not really, like, the, the sand, like, Lommel, you know. It was really, like, square bumps, you know, like, like not the long ones. And, the, and I think with the weather, because it was that dry, it was not that rough. Because I, if, if I see movies from the pre-season races, you know, it looks more rough. Even if I find, find it rough, you know, but still. Uh, like if you go to corners you know it's probably because of the sand is quite dry and it falls back a little bit and so uh, but I think it's good you know it's good to go somewhere else yeah. and I like to go somewhere else for a GP and then even if I didn't ride good I think it's yeah it's just nice to go here and uh, last thing obviously you know this is coming um, are you talking to people about next year are you have you like in your head like obviously you don't if you don't want to tell us you don't have to tell us but in your head do you kind of know what your plan is like what, where are you at with next year? Where well, are we at for next year? Yeah. <laughs> I should ask you that, <laughs> that question. Um, no, I've really, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm always honest, you know, and, and, and I have no idea what to do. I didn't speak to anybody. I didn't speak, but like, like these times, you know, I feel like it's better to stop. You know, if I can find something else, if I can be like a test rider and then stuff like that, maybe it suits me well even if it's difficult you know because mentally i'm still really want to put the effort in you know but i feel like if, if yeah i feel like maybe i just get i mean it's it's not the age you know because it's just the body i mean just my body is 
getting quite uh, yeah quite drained I guess you know and then uh, so um, yeah we'll see uh, hopefully I can can be fit again you know if I can push two models and then and that I can enjoy and then we'll see uh, yeah if something comes up then yes but at the other hand you know I know I've been to a few private teams and it's not always always great you know I'm I'm not saying this team is bad or anything you know so not at all but uh, yeah for sure I want to help everybody you know yeah. it's it's in me so I have no idea what yeah I have no idea what's uh, what's next at the moment so I didn't speak to anybody no team no yeah nothing just you <laughs> of course <laughs> you have to speak to me first yeah. um, last thing actually we should do this like you say you are a team player you like helping everyone uh, good for Calvin today that was a big result for him and also the team and you have a part to play in that yeah for sure you know I think it's yeah it was great for him and uh two times four I guess so it's good and uh, yeah it started already with time practice third so he was yeah he was quite pumped with that and uh, yeah if he get the start really good and then yeah just I mean it's everything owns to him you know he was just good and he rides good and he does his trainings during the week and, and, and so I'm really happy for him also happy for the team you know finally like a top five result uh, for them and, and yeah it's really great I think first Yamaha also yeah. so, well, well he was the first Yamaha in Turkey as well I think so he's yeah, he's yeah. on a nice little go yeah sure you know so I really hope he gets factory ride next year you know I mean I think uh, he's uh, he's good enough for that and uh, so hopefully I mean I hope for him that he gets something going for next year hey, uh, Maxime Renault MXGP of Sardinia uh, on the podium again another solid day great points I guess you're a little disappointed you didn't win because it was right there in that first moto, but still, bigger picture, like a great day. Yeah, exactly. Uh, first moto, actually, I was really happy with my riding. Uh, struggled a little bit in the first half of the moto, but uh, then find a really good rhythm when I uh, got second and uh, came back on uh, Vial and then uh, tried to make a pass um, on the later stages, but couldn't really make it, so finished seconds. I was really feeling good on the track. Second moto was uh, totally different. Uh, I got a better start, but uh, I was on the back of Tom, and uh, in my head I was like, I'm going to try to get it uh, on the later uh, of the mo on the later stage of the moto. But yeah, uh, I think my body ran uh, out of fuel, kind of, and uh, started to struggling a little bit with the legs, and uh, was not uh, explosive like uh, in the first moto. So maybe I burned a little bit uh, too much energy in that first moto, but uh, anyway, good points. Third of the second moto, I saw also Guadagnini next to the track, so I was like, you have to see the bigger picture and uh, take uh, all the points you can. And uh, that's what I did, so now a uh, pretty comfortable uh, lead in the championship, so that's uh, the biggest uh, thing. Obviously, uh, Tom's back to full fitness now, he's back to the normal Tom. We saw in Turkey, when you beat him straight up in a really good ride, how much that meant to you. And I guess now, even being able to run him down in the first moto today, like in your head, you must be like, okay, I'm on a really good level at the moment to beat this guy who no one could touch a year ago. Yeah, sure. Actually, uh, I really want to. Um, I'm focusing on the on the title now, but uh, I also want to win. So um, I'm gonna try to get the biggest fight. Uh, yeah, the, fight as hard as I can with uh, Tom on the, till the end of the season and try to get him. I know I can, and uh, we had already some really good battles in, uh, since he's back uh, to full fitness. So, no, really looking forward to that. Even if uh, I have to keep in my head that uh, I'm playing for uh, the championship and he's not. So, don't need to rush it and don't need to take too much risks, you know, uh, and to try to win. But uh, for sure, I want to win, and if I can, I will.
obviously um, you expected to fight for the title this year. I'm guessing you didn't expect to have a huge lead halfway through the season. How's that been to like manage like in your head and stuff? Because it must be quite weird when you hear that you've got a lead of more than one round. Like that's crazy. Yeah, sure. It's really good actually because uh, after Russia we were like uh, really disappointed. I did a really bad GP there and uh, we were quite far on points. But uh, as we know, a championship is so long. And uh, yeah, now I just uh, didn't make the mistakes. I was uh, really consistent. Uh, I think I was only two times out of out of the podium in uh, Austin, Russia. So just try to keep it consistent, you know, to keep it on the podium and uh, put some really good uh, performance and strong uh, points. And that's why maybe today I have uh, yeah such a good lead. So gonna try to keep it consistent like this till the end of the season. Not thinking too much about the championship now because we still have eight rounds to go. So gonna try to to keep the hammer down and keep uh, pushing but uh, but yeah it's really comfortable and really nice to have the, this uh, advantage in the championship uh, seeing as this is the first time we've spoken this year obviously full factory this year last year you had good support with sm action how big is that difference like is it huge and you can notice it everywhere or is it maybe not as big as you would have thought yeah actually it's uh i think it's quite a big difference because um, we are riding a high level you know and uh, every percentage in uh, each uh, topics uh, makes a big difference at the end it's not uh, that it, that there is a uh, one part of the team that it's uh, completely better you know but uh, everything is just a little bit more uh, more uh, on place you know and nice and uh, they know what they do and uh, it's kind of a routine, you know, and uh, I feel really supported by this team and uh, feel really good. I just have to put my body on the on the bike and ride, you know, so that's, uh, I think, pretty much the biggest change. Also, the bike now is really good. I have a full factory bike with the engine and suspension, so that's also quite a, a change. But uh, no, I just feel so good with that team. And uh, last thing, obviously, you burnt a lot of energy today, but weekend off next week and yeah. then you're into, uh, I think, eight races in a row where you've got to wrap this thing up. So it's going to get hectic. Yeah, sure. It's uh, going to be really good, actually. I'm really looking forward to that. Going to really recover because uh, for sure eight races in a row, you have to be really sharp and uh, ready. So, yeah, just going to try to keep my level and uh, keep pushing till the end of the season, keep it consistent and uh, try to go for that uh, championship win. Okay, uh, Carter Wolf, MXGP of Sardinia. Uh, another Sam race, another podium. I feel like this isn't even news anymore. Like when it's Sandy, I guess you expect a podium at least and maybe even a win now. Oh, I think it's still quite some news for a 16-year-old kid uh, to be on the podium. Yeah, but you're a special 16-year-old kid. <laughs> no, I'm also just a normal boy and uh, just have to work hard for it. But um, especially today, like it was a tough GP. I think for everyone, um, it was really tough, to be honest. Like uh, The track was really rough. It was really dry, so uh, the bumps were really sketchy. But yeah, still managed to get uh, two solid motors in. Um, that second motor was rough for me, like I had a big crash with Thibaut, he crashed in front of me and I burned my arm and scratched my back a little bit but um, yeah, still I just stand up and went for it again and passed Chad, so um, yeah that managed to get me third on, overall on the podium, so uh, yeah pretty happy with it. When you hit Thibaut, did you have like any idea he was there or did it all happen so quickly that you're like, ah oh, shit? Um, yeah, it does happen like it happens really fast but like it went also a little bit in slow mo like I was on his rear wheel and I was already in the air when I saw him crashing yeah. so I was like okay I'm gonna hit your bike okay okay <laughs> and bang down so um, yeah it's always like it goes fast but it's also always in slow motion yeah. if you're in the air so um, yeah it was a big one but uh, we still managed to get fourth in that second motor.
I guess you would have liked um, some better starts because they kind of stopped you from even like having a go at a win today. Like you were never really in that battle because you were just coming forward the whole time. Yeah, for sure. Especially that first moto. Um, I had the same problem as in Lommel. Like the first moto in Lommel also. Um, Rasmus told me to go in Lommel, like inside yeah. gate. And now he said like go around like gate 10. Yeah. But I was sure I could take Holcher from the inside. And again, it didn't work out, so... Well, did Rasmus tell you to go around gate 10 again yeah. today? And yeah. you went inside? Yeah, he did. Like, he said, go on gate 10. Even after siding lap, I went up to him. I said, like, what should I do? He said, everything, but not the first two gates. Like, even if you go all the way on the outside, doesn't matter. But not the first two gates. And I went for the first gate, so... Um, <laughs> I just wanted to prove... That's pointless him even being here, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... Um, still... We had a good comeback in that first moto, back to fourth, so um, yeah, was a tough one, but still a good one. As a, uh, as a Sandman, like, compare this to, um, compare this GP to Os, Lommel, like, how does it rank on gnarly sand races? Um, yeah, this is more like a beach race. I expect it actually to be, like, heavier than Lommel. Okay, it was, because Lommel was more, like, there was more flowing. Yeah. And I think it also didn't help that much that the 65 and 85 rode there yesterday so the bumps were really short but yeah still it's for everyone the same so and uh last thing are you definitely not doing the nations is there even a chance and maybe like you're going to get called up or are you just waiting like what's the crack because most like did okay today but obviously you were better so um they said no to me so um oh, that's a shame <laughs> i think i'm not going but um yeah we will see and um if they call me for that I have to ride the nations, no problem, bike is ready, so um, I'll be ready to uh, battle, so yeah. Hey, uh, Jed Beaton, MXGP of Sardinia. Uh, okay day, look, you've been sick all week, so I guess coming into what is probably the toughest GP of the year, you couldn't expect too much. Uh, top five in the second race, that was good, and you held on to fourth in the championship-ish. You're tied now, so I mean, you're still fourth in my eyes. So like, I feel like you made the most of today. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like it was a bit of a letdown today. The first moto, I was, uh, I didn't get such a bad start, you know. And then uh, uh, Geertz crashed in front of me and his bike come up off the ground and, like, took me off my bike and smashed me off. So well, This uh, wasn't in the first corner, was it? This was, no, like, halfway around the like, first lap. Uh, yeah, after the tabletop, out the back, the first tabletop, and then uh, going into that left. So, um, yeah, it smashed me off the bike and then also put my front brake lever up and stuff as well. So, um I don't know, that one was a bit of a tough one, like, I felt, like, not bad on the track, I mean, for what it was, and to try and come back and on a track like that, it's a bit difficult, because you've also got to think about the second race too, you know, when it's when it's this hot and, and the track's that rough. Um, so, yeah, I tried to do the best I could, but I mean, like, I feel like I could have got, yeah, two solid finishes today, but I mean, yeah, it is what it is, it's motocross, you know, when I... I feel like a broken record saying that I need to keep out of the shit on the first lap, but I mean, like, fucking hell, that's what it needs to happen yeah. for me to uh, get two decent results. But I mean, it's uh, it's a little bit annoying because it's it's something that's not in my control. Like, I'd be more angry if it was just me crashing or doing something stupid. But I mean, I feel like I'm getting hit by other people, or it's it's uh, I'm running into an accident that's already happened, or something something like that, you know. Um, so yeah, I feel like uh, yeah today it's a bit disappointing, but I mean, like you said, we're still fifth in the championship, uh, fourth or don't, don't do yourself a disservice, you're fourth. Yeah, fourth in the championship. So 
yeah, it is what it is, and I like the the next rounds that are coming up. So uh, I'm looking forward to that, and uh, yeah, getting getting all good again, and then uh, yeah, be ready to go when it's uh, when it's the last couple or the last rounds that they're going to smash out really fast. So um, I feel like uh, it'll take a long time, but I mean at the same time it's going to be quick. So um, yeah, I think it'll be done before you know it. Uh, how sick were you then? It wasn't COVID, but were you like deathbed sick or were you like... <laughs> nah, I mean like I was sick, yeah, but I, I had to have a few days off because it was obviously, um, yeah, I think it's not beneficial to do anything when you're that sick. I mean, um, just kick back and uh, tried to relax a little bit, you know, it's, uh, I had a, yeah, I would say just a blocked nose and a, a pretty sore throat. So that lasted about two days and then I started going riding again just a little bit, like nothing nothing serious so I mean um, I didn't really get as much time in the sand of what as what I would like to as well before this race but um, anyway it is what it is I mean it's a long season and shit like this can happen so um, yeah I'm glad it's kind of out of the way now hopefully I don't get sick again and and through the through the rest of the series and um, yeah like I said I'm looking forward to the next rounds that are coming and yeah I'm I guess all I can do is look forward, you know, it's, uh, today it's disappointing, but I mean, like, I don't want to get too hung up on it and, and lose energy from being disappointed, you know, it's, uh, it is what it is. Um, I felt like I rode, like, quite a lot better in the second one, so, um, yeah, I would say, yeah, move forward to the next ones. Uh, what did you think of this track for a GP? I wasn't, um, I wasn't as impressed as I thought I would be, I guess. Yeah, well, obviously, I've never been here before, so I didn't really know what to expect. I know that it was meant to be rough, so uh, always in the pre-season races, you see that it's it's rough. Um, on the the track side of things, I mean, I felt like it would have been a little bit better if they didn't have the 85s the, the day before. So, um, I mean, yeah, the bumps were a little bit shorter at the start of the day. Obviously, at the end of the day, it was a lot better from just us riding it and, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it was, uh, I would say it's okay. I mean, it's it's quite rough. Like, it was nearly rougher than normal, I'd say. But, I mean, it's a different kind of rough. And, and also, it being so hot, um, that made it more difficult. Um, so, yeah it's uh like i said it was okay i mean the track like this is it's always good for racing and and stuff like that uh you you can say it's not one lined like we always normally say but uh, i mean it's a different kind of uh different kind of racing and yeah it's it's just is what it is really uh last thing i guess i need to ask this every week now uh any movement for next year any news any move anything at all no not really i mean yeah, it's, uh, I guess it's coming down to that time where I, I need to start trying to get it sorted. But I mean, uh, I have a manager now that's trying to do all that stuff and I kind of want to be away from that shit. Um, just the fact that I want to do good for the rest of the season and then if I'm trying to worry about that type of stuff too, it's something that's taken my focus and energy away from actually racing. So um, I think... Uh, He'll sort something like that out and um, he'll inform me when he knows something. But as of now, I haven't really heard anything. And 
yeah, I th I'm sure if I keep going the way I am and then start getting some decent results at some rounds that I like, then uh, hopefully something will come up. Okay, uh, Liam Everts, MXGP of Sardinia. Obviously, big day, first MX2 race of your career. And um, yeah, I thought it was actually really good. Qualifying was a bit rough, but I feel like that's the hardest part for guys jumping into MX2. But once they got into racing, something a bit more normal, you held your own, showed a bit of top 10 speed. Like, I thought it was just a really good day, no negatives. Yeah, qualifying has always been a bit of a working point for me. And yeah, here, there's no mercy with you. <laughs> Let's go all out. Uh, but I think it's a great experience as well, just to learn from that. Um, the first race was was okay. I didn't have a good rhythm there. I had not a good jump off the gate, so I made life hard on myself there. Um, I managed to get 15 or 16. I don't really know what I finished. Um, and then second race, I just got a very good jump off the gate and managed to go a bit more to the inside. And then I finished 11, which uh, which I kept up, I kept up with uh, with Conrad there for a long time. And then I had to let him go a bit, which was a shame because I think I could have gone Bugdam at the end, um, which would have gone P10 then. But I'm happy with P11 and P13 overall. How was your uh, fitness as well today? Obviously, much more intense motos, a little bit longer. Were you hanging at the end or did you feel quite okay? I think everybody was hanging there at the end, uh, including myself. Um, yeah, it's just, just such a hard sand track. Um, yeah, racing with, with, with these factory bikes and all these guys around, they, it's, it's a world-class in the 250. So, um, yeah, I think, I think it was a good learning experience for myself. Um, yeah, fitness-wise, I feel like I'm lacking a bit with my body side. I think my cardio is very good, uh, which is normal. I can't, I can't force that with the time. Um, can't go quicker than the time is ticking so um, I th think I just have to be a bit patient there and then it will come for next year What sort of expectations did you have coming in today? Like, Did you think this would be right around where you were? Did you do a lot better than you thought? I mean yeah I think top 10 and the top 10, 15 I think it would be possible yeah. that was, was my place a bit I think um, I had a bit of a target where I could be but there was no pressure from my side I think the first motor I put a bit of pressure on myself, but um, then the second one I just went all out and it was, it was quite alright. I guess that's the benefit of doing like these races now ahead of next year. Like When you get into next year and it becomes a bit more serious and MX2 is obviously your main thing, you'll have done these and you'll know exactly what it's like. Like These are valuable learning lessons. Yeah, exactly. Um, this is, this is uh, yeah, my first year B, you'll never forget that, that moment. So, uh, And I, I think I, I choose the hardest one of the season. <laughs> But yeah, with with that, it's, it's, it it makes it even more more better for the learning experience. So um, yeah, on that side, I think we did a quite good job. You mentioned about uh, racing factory bikes and stuff, and I've just realised that this is actually probably something people want to know. Obviously, you have got a KTM deal, like you're linked to KTM. But what does that mean for you on the bike side and support? Like, what do you get from that? I guess at the moment. Oh, at the moment we run our own team but we get the engine support from Austria which is not the factory bike which is with Tom and Rene are running but we get uh, I think the one from 2017 I think that's the right one so uh, it's a great engine which uh, I can't complain about and uh, speaking of MX2 obviously talking to a few teams for next year it sounds like you're not going to be doing your own thing have you got anything sorted yet because someone told me yesterday that you're sort of like you've got your plan figured out yeah, I think there's news to share. I think in the coming coming weeks, I think that we'll uh, we know a bit more. At the moment, I have no news to share. I think I know where I'll be next year. 
Uh, that is confirmed from my side. Uh, Are you happy with where you'll be next year? Yeah, I'm very happy where I will be next year uh, with the support I will get. I'm uh, I'm very happy with that. Uh, I think it's it's a it's a great um, team and um, atmosphere to learn. And uh, last thing, obviously heading into the nations now. How, obviously, you could be excited, you could be nervous. So how do you feel heading into that one? I'm very happy that I can ride. First of all. Um, but on the other side, uh, other side, I'm a bit disappointed in the other riders from from Belgium, like Iago and some other guys, why they don't ride. Um, I feel um, it's it's none of my business in a way, but I feel it's it's the biggest event in a way. Okay, the Americans, Australians are not coming, but f- to represent your country and how bad it's going in Belgium with the with the motor, motocross, uh, I think I think some guys should have uh, put the name on to race.